Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, I am going no script, off script, acapella. My favorite type of content to record because I can just ramble and rant about seemingly everything and nothing at the exact same time for an extended period of time. And that is what I'm doing today. I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I don't have anything. I'm just looking around me, going inside my head and thinking, what do I want to talk about today? I guess the first thing I'll start off with is it's an absolutely beautiful day out here and um, there is such a big difference when I'm recording in on a day that's beautiful versus a day that's gloomy and it's interesting because I know several people that just seemingly always love gloominess gloomy weather I couldn't believe it I was having a conversation with a co-worker the other day and he was telling me how he loved when it rained you know he said that there was just something nice about it and I, I just assumed that everyone loved like perfect sunny weather I mean think of all the old folk that retire in Florida and you know certain parts of California and all that you know it's like they they're escaping winter or they're escaping rain they really just want the sun, so I couldn't believe. Not, not that he doesn't mind rainy days. It wasn't that he minded or minded. What he was saying is that he actually preferred when it was relatively gloomy like that. But I suppose everyone has their own uh, preferences. Now, you might be wondering, because I've mentioned this in previous episodes, how Basically, I record in a little converted closet, and you'd be right, and you have good memory, and you're paying attention, I think, to too many details. But uh, essentially, my setup is in a closet, and I have the computer actually outside of the closet, and there is a window where I can see whether it's a nice day, an ugly day. There is no ugly day, I suppose, for the most part, but... I definitely prefer when I peek out that window and I see some sunshine coming in is the truth. Beautiful day. Yeah, it's one of my favorite. That's not true. It's not one of my favorite U2 songs. I think my favorite one is probably <sighs> With or Without You, probably. Um, Sunday Bloody Sunday is pretty good. What other uh, U2 songs? I'd have to say again that With or Without You is probably my favorite. Vertigo is not bad, but my issue with Vertigo is since the old iPods used to come with U2's album. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know why I didn't just pause. Production quality is going down the drain. Um, 
you know, those old iPods that came with the um, U2 album preloaded on them. So I listened to that entire album so many times that when I think, when, definitely when I hear that album and I hear that song at any point, it makes me just remember. It's almost so distracting because it is so reminiscent to when I had that iPod and that um, album on there that I almost can't even listen to the song. I'm just almost replaying in my head what it was like to live during that time. And I love how music, I guess everyone has their own things. Sometimes it smells, sometimes it's music. Music for me definitely oftentimes, if I hear a certain song and I'm in the right setting, I kind of just get transported and very nostalgic. Some people think I probably get way too nostalgic, but I enjoy it. I enjoy reflecting on nice memories, nice moments. It's definitely one of my favorite hobbies, pastimes, I think. Like, for me, there's very little that I enjoy more than, like, a kind of like chilly day or a chilly evening. You know, the sun is setting. You know, when the sun is past, sort of setting as just kind of like that not quite dark yet. It's just kind of like a like a little bluish. It's trying to get a little dark. Lights are coming on. Like, there are very few things I enjoy more than like getting a cup of coffee or some tea and then just walking around the city or walking around my neighborhood and then just kind of maybe listening to music at the same time that makes me nostalgic and then I'll kind of just, again, replay those nice little memories in my head and sometimes it gets, like, too fun. And it's not to say I don't enjoy the current moment because certainly I I do, but... There's just something that hits a bit differently when, again, it's the nice setting and getting to walk outside and breathing nice air and listening to music that just brings you back to certain times. And certainly, I guess, the quality of the air is up for discussion because if I'm walking around the city, breathing in the fumes, it's probably not (laughs) the cleanest of airs, but what can I say? And it has to be, you know, where I, where I live right now, I don't really get to enjoy it as often because I feel like the city, you know, the, the, the cities nearby or the areas nearby for walking is always a bit too crowded. It's a bit too big for my taste. Like, I just love cities that are, you know, kind of small in nature, you know, cities that have a, a couple of nice big buildings. They have a very clear either financial district or a downtown area. But just something that you feel like you're not engulfed by the city. Something that you feel the city is kind of adapting to you. And it's a very subjective marker, obviously. Obviously. But just kind of like medium-sized cities. I'm not really big, like a big city guy. Like, I, I would never be able to live and thrive, I think, in a place like New York. Um... You know, I can appreciate it from afar, and I actually have not been yet to New York as of the time of this recording. I'm sure if I go, and I'll have a good time, but there's just not much that's appealing to me about the idea of being stacked on top of each other. Tokyo, same thing. You know, I've dreamed of flying one day to 
Japan and enjoying, um, you know, Japanese culture. Something I've always been fond of as well, for no particular reason, because I'm not necessarily a huge anime fan or, you know, I don't have any Japanese friends or family, but there really is something about um, J Japan as a culture and as a country um, that just I find very interesting. And of course, I'd want to visit South Korea as well for similar reasons. I do have some Korean friends, so that makes it, you know, more appealing as well. But I mean, if you let me, I would, I mean, and there was a time when I was a student that, you know, I basically go to class or maybe I go to the gym first thing in the morning, come back, shower, head to class. I was always very mindful during my college or university days to schedule classes in the late morning or early afternoon because truth be told if you make me get out of bed by five or six seven o'clock in the morning it can be very difficult i am absolutely a sort of semi night owl through and through but um you know i would again wake up uh go to the gym exercise while fasted which for me works best definitely when I eat before going to the gym I just feel a bit too full and it really doesn't even matter how much I eat or what I eat you know there was a while there where I was having oatmeal before the gym that was just way too heavy and really I should have known it was going to be too heavy but even an apple you know one egg and one toast and then going to the gym 30 or 45 minutes later is just too much. Even just yogurt. I mean, I, I never found anything that I could eat before going to the gym that really sat well with me. Unless it's like, even a day like today, right now I'm recording on a lazy Sunday. It's actually right now around, um, it's about 11 a.m. actually. This is the second episode I'm recording today just because I felt like my voice sounded okay I felt like I had the energy and the, the time and the desire to go ahead and get another one out there but a day like today I mean I'll probably um, finish recording this episode in maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes however long I can seemingly ramble for without losing my mind and then I'll probably make a little breakfast sandwich which recently has consisted of um, um, you know maybe French bread or Cuban bread and um, slice it open put some butter on them put them in the toaster two eggs I don't scramble them but I do break down the yolks and then basically it's like an omelet you know style egg patty whatever you want to call it obviously copious amounts of salt and pepper and butter maybe some milk to make it extra fluffy usually it's anywhere between two and four pieces of bacon and um, you know put it all together and that becomes my breakfast sandwich so I'll probably do that once I'm done recording here and I will go to the gym today but it'll probably be closer to maybe around two or three you know I like going at a time for a couple of reasons I feel like um, it gives me enough time to sort of start my day and do other things that are 
important for me. Again, whether it be recording, um, I can usually see people before I head to the gym. I can do some work that maybe I have to catch up on. And then, you know, around that time, really, it's a pretty empty place at that time. I think most people who go on Sundays want to go either first thing or last thing. There's almost no in between. Um, so when I go at 2, 3 o'clock, I feel like it's pretty empty the way I like it. And can get a pretty good workout in. And it's still enough time for me to come back home, shower, and, you know, in reality, I have the rest of my afternoon and evening where if I want to go out or do something with friends or family, it's um, still very easy to do so. And um, certainly, if I give myself a couple hours to digest my food, then it doesn't sit poorly with me. But even if it's just a banana, um, 30 minutes, 45 minutes before, I just makes me kind of feel sick. I need at least an hour and a half, I think, to digest before eating and going to the gym. So, uh, yeah, college days. So that would be sort of my routine is I would try to wake up, try to go straight to the gym while fasted, work out maybe 45 minutes to an hour, come back to my apartment, shower, go to class, get to campus probably around... I don't know, 11, right around there, 11 to 12. My first class usually was sometime between 12.30 to 2 p.m. It would start. Go to class, usually I would try to double stack them, so I would have a class, let's say, at, you know, 1 or 2, and then another one at 5. Um, and then oftentimes if I were done at 7 or 8, that perfect kind of, you know, sunset, dusk, kind of, um, I don't know, I don't know if sunset is the same as dusk, it's probably not, I did go to college, probably wouldn't be able to tell, but um, yeah, I get out around 7 or 8, and then very often what I would do is get a coffee on campus, and uh, just go for a very long walk, go for a walk um, my campus was relatively close to downtown so either I could take a bus and get there in you know five or ten minutes or I could walk there as well which you know probably like a 35 minute walk or so 40 minute walk depending on the pace so usually I take the bus get off downtown the bus route at that time would leave me off you know basically in what is the exact center point, the exact middle of downtown. And I would just walk around. Sometimes it would be listening to music, like I said, feel nostalgic. Sometimes I would actually keep my headphones in, but just walk around and um, just kind of reflect on my day, maybe go over whatever lectures I just had in my mind and kind of see if I understood it or if I could digest it. Um, or sometimes I was listening to podcasts, certainly, and, you know, trying to learn and be um, proactive and productive. You know, it's kind of like killing, like, in this case, it's three birds with one stone, right? Because it was really um, walking around for at least an hour at a time. 
that's how long I would walk for, just kind of reflecting. So you get the exercise, two would help me to clear my mind, and um, if not clear my mind, certainly to emotionally feel nice, because again, it was enjoyable for me and fun to reflect either on my day or, you know, be nostalgic. Um, and three, you know, occasionally was also productive in terms of learning something new. You know, I listened to podcasts about whatever topics were interesting me or were interesting to me, um, which rotate. I mean, during my college days, I think oftentimes I was actually listening to podcasts about real estate, to startups, to um, podcasting, how to make podcasts, how to, um, you know, build a, a sort of brand, how to be consistent, tools, how to monetize them, you know, best practices, that kind of stuff. And um, it's interesting to me how even now I'm sort of getting nostalgic thinking about, you know, those days and sort of my routines and all that. And it's amazing for me to reflect now during this nonsensical, silly ramble, how a lot of those things that I did at that time, you know, while doing them, they didn't seem like a very big deal and they didn't seem that important. But it is interesting how it really did lay the foundation for a lot of things that still either help me today or have sort of materialized as a result of being thoughtful about some of those practices. You know, listening to podcasts about podcasting, I think really inspired me and helped me want to start my own podcast. At that time, it wasn't necessarily an ASMR-related one. I eventually settled on the idea of an ASMR podcast because, in reality, it was something that I was looking for, and as I was brainstorming and asking people, you know, what they think I would be good at, um, two people actually mentioned that I should do some kind of sleep time or story time, because especially um, when I'm being thoughtful and I'm really thinking about what I'm saying, I'll be very slow and long about it, and they said, you know, you have a nice voice to uh, maybe do it. So really it was that love for podcasting, which I still have, plus that need, you know, because I was looking for an ASMR podcast that maybe had more variety. You know, I've told this story, I think, multiple times on the show in its history, but, you know, basically I was trying to consume ASMR content in podcast format. There was quite a bit of it on YouTube at the time, but when it came to podcast format, it really wasn't, there weren't too many options. You know, this was, I don't know, a few years ago at this point. And, um, you know, I always wanted something different. Some days I wanted to listen to someone maybe rant or ramble about their nostalgic nature. And other days or other nights I wanted to listen to the sound of a desert, you know, or you know, uh, a cafe or, you know, a winter soundscape with, you know, footsteps crunching on snow or whatever the case may be. And when I didn't find it, or I didn't find the right solution for me, that's kind of what gave me that push to say, well, if I can't really find a solution 
then I should really try to be the solution. And that's how Sleep and Relax ASMR was pretty much founded. So to think about how when I was in college, you know, just something that was, you know, something I would do. I don't know. I did a lot of that at that time, maybe at least twice a week, if not three times a week. I just loved it. I mean, there were many nights where, you know, I actually preferred to just be walking by myself for two or three hours, you know, with my thoughts, with my memories, with my desires and my dreams. And, um, you know, there were many times I found that to be much more fulfilling and interesting, to be honest, than maybe going for dinner with friends. And uh, certainly I don't live with regrets. I think in retrospect, I probably could have been a bit more open-minded to the idea of spending time with my friends, especially now, you know, I no longer live in the same uh, place where I went to college. And, um, you know, a lot of those friends that I made during that time, which were, you know, few, you know, really great friendships, you know, either they stayed there or they went their own ways and, you know, one maybe thinks, you know, maybe it would have been worth, you know, to spend a bit more time or, you know, to make an exception more often to go and spend time with people. But, you know, overall, you can play that game forever. You know, you can play that game of, well, maybe I should have spent more time here or more time there. And it's sort of this infinite game that I typically don't get caught up in. So, yeah, that was that was a fun time. You know, it laid the foundation for the podcast. I think it really became an outlet to help me clear my mind, you know. That as I've gotten older, I think a lot of the things that I sort of need as routines to help keep me balanced and keep me sort of focused on my mission or missions. Um, I didn't quite put it into words at that time, but now that I don't have access necessarily to the same schedule because of work, because of all their obligations, you know, obviously getting older, typically you don't have the luxury of starting your day at, you know, 9, 9.30 and going to the gym and then then going to class and then basically just, if you want, taking a two-hour walk around downtown. Um, but let's see. You know, maybe there's a move in the future. Maybe there are some opportunities that I can take that perhaps can lead me to um, getting back to a... a better routine in terms of, you know, having more flexibility to do exactly what I just mentioned. But yeah, overall, feel, uh, definitely feel nostalgic, nostalgic about it. It's interesting. And definitely when I hit uh, record, I wasn't, um, like I said, I mean, this is just a, what I consider to be a routine no script, no notes, ramble. That's just kind of where my mind took me, <laughs> naturally. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to leave it there. Maybe I'll title this, you know, 
nostalgic rambles or, you know, maybe I should just call it another incredibly boring ramble depending on your perspective because ultimately all I've talked about is really a bit about you too, a bit about how I can't eat before I go to the gym and how I used to go for multiple hour walks during college as a way of either being nostalgic or being productive. <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of the beauty of these rambles is it's just another way to um, sometimes clear my head. You know, I get so many um, wonderful emails and, you know, reviews of people that say, you know, how much the show helps them and how they sort of treat it as an outlet. And, you know, it's amazing. It's, you know, sometimes I feel like, um, you know, those same listeners don't necessarily realize how important they are to me as well, you know, and how important this creative outlet is to me as a way of sort of, you know, sometimes just clearing my head and, and being on track and sort of feeling a sense of responsibility, you know, to continue trying to deliver content that helps them in whatever they're going through. And it's not about inventing the wheel or reinventing the wheel. Sometimes I think it's maybe to a fault. I really just believe in this idea of, you know, this format has worked for me. Typically, it's nothing too fancy. Typically, it's, you know, nothing out of this world, but I think it's just consistent. It's relatable. It's, you know, it's intimate and consistent. And, you know, I think that's what works best. I mean, if you're still listening to this and you haven't fallen asleep to me just blabber on, then I really salute you. Maybe maybe this show doesn't help you. <laughs> Hopefully it does, but overall it's been pretty meaningless ramble. I guess just to uh, finish off this episode, you know, in the middle of the recording, it was gloomy outside, and now as I'm getting ready to finish it, it's gotten quite beautiful outside. So I may as well just finish with letting you know what I'm doing the rest of my day just for fun. I'm going to finish this episode. I'm going to watch whatever sporting event I can find on TV for a little bit. I probably will make that breakfast sandwich. At this point, it'll be a lunch sandwich, really. I will probably uh, edit this episode, get it ready for production, do some quality control on it. I will digest my food during this time. I will head to the gym probably, like I said, around 2 or 3. Come home, and at that point, I will see maybe if I make dinner plans with friends or family, you know, just to see them. And after I'm done, I will come back home and sort of plan out um, my week that's upcoming. Try to be thoughtful about, you know, what I can do about being ready for Monday and the entire week. And that's been a struggle in itself because typically because I'm a nostalgic guy and typically because I like to live in the moment kind of thing. And 
you know, it sometimes means that I'm not very forward thinking. Sometimes I can, you know, I probably don't spend enough time sort of planning out my next steps. But I'm trying to work on that. So, in any case, that was my very boring, non-scripted, no-notes ramble, or this edition of it at least. Hopefully, it was sufficiently boring enough for your taste. Um, yeah. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach me at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.